Let's get real, let's get inspirational, a little bit emotional, and let's shed some sunshine. This is the Sunshine Steven Podcast. Welcome! Good day and happy Wednesday, everybody! It is Stephen Rice here with the Sunshine Stephen Podcast. And today's episode, I'm talking to a, like, hardcore... <laughs> I just punched my fist and it really hurt. Um, hardcore minimalist, Jermaine, uh, and it's just such a good conversation. Um, luckily, I, I got to see a little sneak peek into his life because, um, and I don't want to give too much away, but he is not in America where I am at. So he's somewhere super beautiful and um, I got to see the video. Sorry you didn't. But I got to see the background and I was like, oh, that's so pretty. So, so, so pretty. So, yeah, he, I mean, just wait. Just wait. Like, it, inspirational for anybody that's even considering being a minimalist. This is your episode. You need to listen because the freedom, the travel, like, uh, just it, it, amazing. I cannot wait for you to hear. So, super excited about that. Also have another little... Um, known Black History Month fact from C.N. Sloan. Super excited about that. Also, don't forget to check out her ebook, um, Energy is Your Superpower, which is available now. I will link it in the description below. It's free, everyone. So go get it. She's super amazing. She's been on the show a few times. So I'm super excited about that. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm just super grateful that she is helping me out with this Um for sure, for Black History Month. Amazing. Uh, So let me just put a pin in it right now and get to this interview because I'm super excited because there's just so much. Um, Like I said, freedom, being able to travel. Well, speaking of traveling too, I just posted um, a new blog post on my new website, um, sirstevenrice.com. Again, linking, linking. (laughs) I'll be linking, linking, Oh my gosh, it's still early. Okay, it's I'm recording at 6:51 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I will link the, <laughs> my website down below. I just wrote uh, a, a short, short um, article on uh, how I miss traveling because Rona has taken that away from us. But anyways, um, I don't want to take any more time away from this interview. So enjoy. Well, welcome to the Sunshine Stephen podcast. How are you? I'm great. Good, good. Good to hear. Um, fun fact, I did not realize you were so far away from <laughs> where I am. So uh, the listeners can't see, but I, I see it now. And I was like, oh, it's it's like light time there. And it is 6.30 at night here. So um, who knew? But that's awesome, though. How is Malaysia? I've never been, but it sounds and looks beautiful. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's a lot like America because it's very Western, a lot of Western just uh, ideals and like customs. So it's beautiful as far as it's like being at home, but um, everyone's extremely nice. Uh, okay. Everyone's uh, just, it's just a different kind of mentality out here where um, the community is really uh, one and the same and there's really not individuals. It's, kind of, it's just kind of an Eastern uh, idea. So uh, it's great out here. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I like the idea of one community, one hall. I feel like more people in America need that right now more than ever. Um, yeah. But awesome. Um, I'm so glad that you reached out um, and I'm able to talk to you because I've actually been talking about this on my show for the past, I feel like 
couple months and even before that because I have a good friend who um, is very into a minimalist lifestyle and she's told me a little bit about it but I was like oh cool that's great like I could do little things but then um, ringing in the new year I binged all these documentaries and I was like oh wow like this is like legit like this is a lifestyle like this is so awesome so I was actually it was like the fate <laughs> of it all and I was like oh he'd be awesome to talk to to get your viewpoints and everything so with that I'll shut up for a second and let you introduce yourself um, and talk a little bit about what you do awesome yeah so I guess I mean I don't really even know how I would define myself I guess mm-hmm. it'd be like a minimalist entrepreneur mm-hmm. um, I live a nomadic lifestyle where uh, I just travel around the world uh, full-time so um, you know my business model the way I've structured it allows me pretty much 90% of my day to be free. Um, and, you know, kind of the way I, I see business and life in general is there's like three levels and the first level is financial freedom. And until you get there, you can't move up in the next level. And so to be honest with you, people are in business to make money. It's just the way it is. Oh yeah. Um, Cause it, it gives you what you want, which is these feelings of freedom and peace and abundance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I figured out a business model where I can make as much money as possible uh, and leverage it. So I have a lot of free time. And so, um, but I don't necessarily spend my excess capital on stuff. Yeah. Um, I do have stuff and I have very nice stuff, but not a lot of it because what's one extra Rolex going to do for me versus the one I actually love. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, I, I, I just stick to the things I actually love. So before I buy something, I find out it was just something I love or just something that is nice to have. And is it satisfy, satisfying something like core within me or am I just trying to flex for other people? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really important to, to be conscious of um, what, are your do, what you're doing, how you're doing it, and is it really for um, you or for others? So um, yeah, that's kind, of, that's kind of me in a nutshell as far as um, you know, what I do in my business and kind of my mindset. Yeah, it's super important too. And I feel like a lot of people <laughs> it is it's a lot of flex I feel like keeping up with the Joneses and stuff like that um even it's it's funny that you mentioned that because my uh husband actually we had a conversation because he has all these nice watches collecting dust that he just has I'm like why not get rid of them donate them sell them something because all we wear are apple watches because that's what makes us happy you get to talk to it and everything like that for years now that's all we've worn are apple watches and so that analogy really just, I was like, oh, that's so true. Cause there's so much stuff that I look at and I'm like, why do I have this? Why do we have this? So that's when I really started to go and completely spiral out. And he came home and was like, what are you doing with all of the stuff? And I'm like, we don't need it. Like, uh, <laughs> so it is like you said, like it's, it's really what's important to you. Um, and like one thing that I saw in one of the documentaries, I can't remember cause there were so many, they said, we're not saying get rid of everything you know, if you have something and they use the example books, like books bring you joy and you actually read them and use them, you don't have to get rid of them or you can minimize or anything. So books, I have a a crap ton and I read them, but then I'm like, well, why not do some books and some on the Kindle just to eliminate some. So um, I'm trying to get there. So I appreciate that you're, you're on the same wavelength and everything. So when did you start this lifestyle and this change and what were some of the challenges at first, if you will, I guess? Yeah, probably um, maybe four, maybe four or five years ago. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so it, took, it takes time. It's not something that happens overnight. You, mm-hmm. you start literally giving, getting, 
you know, throwing away or giving away one shirt at a time. Because mm-hmm. I, I was kind of like you, I, I mean, or your husband, I had, you know, I don't know, 12, 15 watches. I yep. mean, 20 pairs of shoes. Yes. I had two, two closets full of clothes. Same. And when I was, and when I was honest with myself, I was wearing 5% of those clothes. Yeah. Um, I was just hoping one day I might wear that shirt because it had a green streak across it that mm-hmm. it might go with my sneakers, but who knows when that day might come. Right. But, you know, I started to think more and more about like the, the mental space it was taking up in my mind to try to, to maintain all this stuff mm-hmm. and to, oh, I got to wash it or I got to dry clean it or like with my car, oh, I got, I have a flat tire or I got to change the oil or I got to pay the insurance or I got to, oh, it's my lease is up now. I got to buy another car. Mm-hmm. It was just my, I was spending my entire life managing stuff. And I realized that's not how I want to live my life. I want to live my life um, enjoying experiences. And this, that's going to the dry cleaner is not a fun experience. <laughs> you know, going it's to get your oil change is not a fun experience. Yeah. You know, whatever, doing laundry or just looking at all your crap that you never wear is not fun. And mm-hmm. figuring out where am I going to put it? Am I going to put it in the garage? Do I have to buy a storage shed? It's just like stupid shit. And so I, I had to come to that realization that that's not the life I want to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just started slowly. You know, I started you know, giving away one shirt at a time, literally. Um, and I'd you know, get a box and say, I'm, not, I'm never going to wear this. Mm-hmm. I haven't worn this in six months. What am I doing with this? It's because it's sunk cost. Sunk cost is kind of a huge problem because we think, oh, I paid 50 bucks for that shirt. Right. I might wear it someday. But the truth is, if it's not bringing you joy, you got to get rid of it and it'll yeah. bring someone else joy. Um, it's just kind of a scarcity mindset. And you have to live from a more abundant mindset where I'll find something better, something I love even more. Right. So yeah, it took, it took time. Um, so yeah, I don't have a car. I don't have a house. Uh, I sold it. Sold my, I got rid of my car, got rid of, I mean, I have two backpacks. Um, I have very nice stuff, but I just don't have a lot of stuff. Um, Cause really, you know, for my business, I have my MacBook and I have iPhone and it's really all I need. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just simplified my life where I spend so much of my day just kind of free of stuff. Yeah. And, and uh, I have a lot of space, space to think, space to plan um, and space just to be present. And I think that's that's the second level of life that we want to get is once you get this financial freedom that you built through your business, um, hopefully, that you can now transition into you know, having space to think about like what's next, what else do I want to experience and create in this lifetime? Yeah, definitely. And I, it's funny that you say this because I started with my closet after all said documentaries and really looking into it. And my best friend has been telling me for months now, like, that'd be a great place to start. And this is the first time in probably six or seven years that all my clothes fit in one closet before I had two or three closets full of clothes. And I start going through and I'm like, this doesn't even fit. This is like, I don't even remember. I had this shirt. And like you said, like, it was like, I'm like, I wear these same five, five outfits in rotation. Um, so it was kind of freeing to get rid of that and say, oh, wow. Like, I have um, space and everything. And you kind of hit on too, because that's the next that I, why do you think this lifestyle is important and how it benefits? You hit on, you know, the financial freedom a little bit. Traveling, I think, is something that a lot of people aspire to be able to do. But then even me, like if I think, oh, I want to go on vacation or anything, well, me and my husband, of course, it's like, oh, well, who's going to watch the house? Who's going to like, where are we going to put our cars? And it's, it's, it's just so much where I feel like if you didn't have, you could just be like, all right, peace out, going to Malaysia now. Like, uh, what else do you think is good benefits of this? 
Well, I mean, like my number one core, I guess, value, if, if I was going to have one is freedom. Yeah. And so I don't like to be held down by physical limitations, which would be like a house or whatever it would be, or, you know, mental limitations where, oh, I don't know, it's scary. I shouldn't go to, you know, Honduras or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to be free no matter what, because we all die. So I use that kind of litmus test to real, I, I think about death. Death is a, is a great tool to overcome whatever fears or limitations you have. So like people think, oh, I own this home. You don't own that home. You're renting that home. You're borrowing that home until the day you die. No one owns anything in the world. You don't own your husband or your wife or your kids or your family or your country or your ideals. They're borrowed Mm -hmm. and you didn't come up with them. You've got them from somebody else. So once you kind of get over that part of it and you realize you're, you're not, you're not going to be here forever. You can let go of these ideas and say, well, let me explore while I am here on this earth. Um, you know, all the generations that have been here before and they built things and civilizations and ideas. Let's go explore and see what it's all about and be curious and, um, you know, find out what the truth is about life in general. And so um, that's what kind of, you know, I started the you want to get rid of like the house because the house will mm-hmm. hold you down from going on vacation for yeah. more than a week because right. then you can't, you can't be gone for four months because then, oh, now I got an Airbnb and now I got to figure out what to do about this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's a snowball effect, but you can't get too overwhelmed with like, well, let me sell the house real quick. First, start with the small stuff, the, the low-hanging fruit. Right. If you can release your attachment to the, your favorite shirt, then you can start releasing attachment to the, the house and the bigger yeah. stuff down the road. No, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, I'm going to put the house on up for sale. Like, <laughs> let's, not, let's not start there. Let's work our way up. Um, it, it would, this would not be a bad time to do that, though. True. Yeah. With everything going. Yeah. Um, but I like how you said too, like, don't let the fear, because I've let that so many times, not just uh, physical stuff like, oh, like you said, I can't go, we can't go on vacation that long. The house, the cars are going to be sitting there. Like you can't, but even on vacation, I felt myself worrying because that's just who I am naturally. I'll never forget on our honeymoon, we went on a cruise and we were going snorkeling and I've never gone snorkeling before. And there's the Bahamas. It was beautiful. But we were getting on the boat. And just, I was like, what if they're just going to bring us out here and murder us? Like, what are there sharks in the water? And my husband was like, why are you freaking out? So I like that you threw it. Like, I feel like that's a good mindset too. And probably with less stuff and stuff, you like, you have more time to think like rationally, like, Hey, you're not going to die. Like people do this. It's an excursion. It's fun. Um, maybe if I had less worrying about hopefully our house hasn't caught on fire while we're on vacation. You know, it just snowballs. Yeah. yeah, Fear, fear is not a fun thing for sure. No, but I think, I think it's important to think about that. Like you, but you are going to die. Yeah. True. Yeah. So, so if this was the time you died, then you better enjoy it. Like like if the, if the shark's going to get you, then shit, that's a good way to go out. Uh, Yeah. That's a very, yeah, that's a good, there's different ways to look yeah. at it. You can die slowly of cancer or you can die from some hammerheads in the Bahamas. Yeah. I'll take the Bahamas any day for that. What a way to go. <laughs> yeah. Could you, like, how did you get here? Well, <laughs> I was snorkeling. <laughs> yeah. Didn't see the shark. So yeah, that's a really that, good that way. That way you can just enjoy it. Cause it's like, I think we cling too much to, I mean, everything really, uh, especially mm-hmm. ideas and life. Like, Oh, we have to continue to live. And we really don't. I mean, yeah. Um, just enjoy it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I've always had this discussion with friends and stuff because people are, I don't know, it's really hard. And maybe it's millennial in me. <laughs> They're like 401k and stuff like that. I'm like, mm. 
I'll worry about that another time. I'm like, I want to live right now and not worry about the future so much. I probably should some, but I'm also like, the future just, I'm like, well, let's live right now because you never know. And I've had a lot of people close to me too that are no longer here. So it's, it kind of is that fear, but that's a great way to look at it. Like, I'd rather go out with sh- sharks snorkeling in the Bahamas than <laughs> a painful, like I'm 90 years old and which I do not, <laughs> don't know. I've, I've had that conversation too. Like, I don't know if I want to be in that state of mind at that age, but yeah, yeah. that's a good analogy. Yeah, you ca- you kind of got to have like one foot in today and like one foot in tomorrow because yeah. like, like the whole financial freedom thing, like it's important to like stack money because it gives you the freedom that like you, you want to have abundance and in order to live the type of lifestyles you want, you need to stack money and have it compounding for you. Mm-hmm. So like, it is important to think about the future, but also, in the same breath, enjoying the moment you do have yeah. um, and the opportunity that you can build an even better future if you make it to see that future. Um, there's no guarantees, but you know, maybe you can have a foundation or something where the, the money is, is used for good even when you're gone. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's a good balance, I guess, you have to figure out living for now with the future but not going extreme because I've been guilty of that, like, Oh no, either it's like, oh yeah, tonight, whatever, swipe the credit card, I don't care. <laughs> or it's the complete opposite where I'm like, let's eat ramen for a week and save this money for God knows what. <laughs> so it's, yeah. a, it's a balance for sure. Um, one question I always like to ask everybody is, and it could be multiple people, um, it could be leader, world leaders, it could be family, people that you know, people you haven't met, celebrities, whoever, um, who inspires you in life? Um, I always get inspired. And I, it, it's not really an individual, like a specific person. Um, it's just people in general. Yeah. And it's specific type of people. It's always the people that um, become something they've always wanted to become. And, you know, you know, maybe they started in one place and they really didn't like being in that place and whether it's an entrepreneur or just someone that lost a bunch of weight or someone that changed their mindset or whatever it is, someone that has a, a, a metamorphosis and, and, yeah. and changes and, and grows and becomes who they actually wanted to be and who they set out to be. Um, and it can be big or small. Um, that inspires me. If I see someone working in their job and they're inspired and they're enthusiastic and they, they're happy to be there, you can tell they love being there. And I don't care if you're sweeping the floors, you're a plumber, you're a firefighter, you're an attorney, whatever. When I see that, that inspires me because that's what life's about is, yeah. is, is, is like having whatever light you have inside come out of you in, in your endeavor and whatever you're doing. Um, and so when I see that, when I'm just walking around the streets, it could be any country in the world and you see people like inspired to do their job. Even if they're sweeping the street and they're saying hello and they have a big genuine smile on their face. Mm-hmm. I mean, that inspires me because it's like, what the fuck am I complaining about? Yeah. Like, what, what, like, I have this opportunity to be here. I don't know how I got here. Like, I'm here and yeah. I'm going away. I'm, I'm not staying forever. So, why would I be like upset about anything? Mm-hmm. Like, I get this beautiful world, all this technology that I didn't have to create. Like, this was given to me. This is a mm-hmm. gift. I didn't build this phone or this technology. I get mm-hmm. to use it though. I didn't make this shirt. Yeah. I didn't make this, get this food. This food comes to me. Like it's so easy to snap of our fingers. Yeah. We can have whatever we want. And um, here I'm going to be pissy about whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so when I see people inspired, living an inspired life, whatever that looks like, um, that that's what inspires me. Wow. That's, I feel like that has broken the record for one of the best answers to that question. Cause it's usually not that there's anything wrong with like, Oh, 
Michelle Obama or whoever inspires me, which is great, but that truly is, I feel, you know, you always hear like their American dream or whatever you have it, where people live the life that they want to, they have goals and they meet those goals and are just truly happy with living. And it is something that, um, you know, and I'm guilty of it a lot of times too, that people take for granted, you know, like you said, like things are here for us. It's not like the medieval times where it's like, oh, you have the the cold or the flu, you're going to die. Like there's no, we don't know how to fix that. The plague's coming too. Well, like there's so much, well, I don't know with COVID and everything, but at least we're far more ex- advanced now um, than if this happened and yeah, there'd be, <laughs> it would be a plague and be gone. Um, but that's a great way to look at it. Like everything's there for us. Yeah. It's like the, the, the poorest, most desolate American eats better than the richest, most lavish king a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. So you think about that and it's like, wait, wow, yeah. come on. It's like silly. It puts things in perspective for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. Cause I'm going to remember that next time I'm complaining about something stupid, <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, you know what? You're eating like a king tonight. Um, so next up I have, I call it a game, but it's really just silly random questions that um, make you kind of think. And um, the first one was actually on the outline. Um, I don't know if you gave any thought to it. Some people just, they just go at it and wing it. Um, but again, these are not like serious <laughs> at all, really like no right or wrong answer or anything. So the first one, um, if you could travel to any time period where would you travel to and why? Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't read the outline, so I don't, I didn't prepare for any of this. So wow, um, no, I'm just that's totally fine. Well, that <laughs> makes it even more, um, yeah, fun um, <laughs> for me so at least. To any time period ever, yeah. where would I go? Uh, whew, that's that's a good one. Um, the first thing that popped in my mind for some reason is like um, Camelot. Oh yeah. Like you know, knights and um, yeah, yeah. Joan, of, Joan of Arc era, and um, I don't know. This seems interesting. I'd like to be like in Ireland or just as a bystander. I don't want to be a. I don't yeah. want to be fighting any, any yeah, warriors. I say, I warriors. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. For some reason, that popped in my head. Uh, just first, first thing that came to mind. Yeah, that's a solid. Um, go with your gut. Yeah. Um, the next question: um, If you were able to collab, because I always see these things with like famous people, celebrities, whoever, that they collab with minimalists now or organizers or anything, if you could have one person to collab with and help them minimalize their life or just have a good conversation with them and give them your wisdom, who would you pick? Who would you want to mentor in that way? So, someone that's alive or doesn't? Or it could be anybody. Alive. Yeah, alive. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if necessary we're in a collab but it's like to pick his brain um jesus i mean yeah i mean um and not and not and not for the like the religious reasons because i'm not religious um i'm just curious like there's been a lot of talk about it yeah and i I haven't heard a lot from him like what is what did he have to say about this Mm -hmm. like how does he how does he feel about all this uh hoopla about him like, yeah what, what what is uh like what's, what's really real <laughs> yeah. yeah like what's he really stand for like what is he he's like maybe he's just like i'm just a guy man i just yeah. live my life and 
I was just trying to speak the truth and they <laughs> he was like I was not expecting this yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 I didn't I didn't cause any of this so I, that'd be kind of uh that'd be kind of a cool sit down just to see what what he thought about all this like yeah. what he really thinks about life and I'm pretty sure he's like he's probably just like you know life's just an energy and I'm just trying to give a give the yeah. light to the world um and they kind of ran with it <laughs> yeah I was just trying to be a good person slash being they just they i gave them an inch they took a mile guys like <laughs> calm down yeah that would be super interesting uh for sure uh the next version i had which i feel like i'm gonna have to change um because it was if you were to be able to pick up and move anywhere in the world where would you go but since you're already doing that kind of i guess could you share some of your favorite places that you've been and the experiences that you've had there because I, I can tell you right now, I have not been able to travel much at all um, in my life. I think the furthest north that I've been up in the United States was to Virginia. And the only time I've been out of the country was on cruises to Jamaica, Bahamas, uh, Haiti, and Mexico. So I'm very Got curious it. to see where all you've been because I, I like to live my cruises <laughs> through people. Uh, yeah, so I've been a lot of places. Um, as far as favorites... It's so hard because like there's every little piece, there's something I love about every little piece mm-hmm. of it. Um, it's kind of like this, the question like, well, who inspires you? It's like, well, there's yeah, so much. There's so much. Yeah. Me. Um, but I guess, you know, like I love beaches. I, I, I mm. love um, water. Yeah. And so some of the best beaches in the world is south of France, um, like near Monaco and near mm. Nice. Um, uh, Thailand has gorgeous beaches. Um, and... I love uh, Tulum in Mexico. Uh, they have beautiful, like very isolated beaches out there. Um, but as far as like uh, the food, um, Thailand has great food. I mean, every, I mean, there's foods. New Orleans has fucking great food. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, Rome, I mean, there's Brussels with the great beer, uh, Amsterdam with all types of things you can get into there. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. I, there's, there's, I mean, I've been to a lot of places, so it's hard to really pinpoint one. Um, I guess the one I kind of always go back to that was always, uh, I mean, so it's so hard. Uh, South of France, I, there's something unique about South of France. Mm-hmm. It's just um, the culture, the food, the the topography. Um, it's the coolest place. So I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of great places. Uh, Hong Kong is a pretty cool place. I mean, oh, I bet. it's just, there's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. I definitely, my goal, well, last year, my goal was to travel more too, but that kind of got shut down with, with COVID coming in. And I was like, I want to travel more. One of my all time favorite places though, that I've seen, of course, in movies and looked into that I want to go to. And if you've been there, I'm going to be super jealous um, is Greece. Have you been there? No, I haven't. I was supposed to go this year, but COVID kind of locked that. Yeah. (laughs) I've always wanted to, it just, it just looks I don't know. It's just like as corny as it sounds. Like, oh, it's like out of the movies. Like, it looks just yeah. picture perfect, I guess. Um, but what's funny is a lot of I think, including myself, I think a lot of Americans and I, I was in the same boat. Is we kind of sleep on America as far as some of the beautiful oh, yeah. places to go there. Like, you know, I was always trying to you know go out of the country, and then maybe it was two years ago I took like an eight week road trip just around uh, the Western United States because mm-hmm. um, I had this condo down in Mexico. So I was like, well, and I, I was getting rid of my car, so I had like. I don't know, eight, 7,000 miles I needed to burn on my, on my lease. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to burn these up over this yeah. eight weeks before I turn it in. 
So I went all the way, you know, Utah to uh, all, all through all the national parks, all the way up to um, basically Canada mm-hmm. and all the way back down to the California coast. And so like, like Utah's gorgeous, Yellowstone's gorgeous, Idaho, Wyoming, I mean, uh, Oregon. I mean, there's so many beautiful national parks that I was like, wow, like people are sleeping. If you think you need to go to, you know, Paris, you should yeah. check out the States first um, and then explore. <laughs> yeah. Cause uh, like Utah and, and uh, Yellowstone were like amazing. Yeah. I definitely, yeah. I, I have that mentality too. Cause I haven't even been to a lot of places in the United States. Last year we were supposed to go to New York. I've never been. My husband's like been so many times. Like it's great. Um, but I was like, I really want to go to New York city. Like I know it's one of the most common places but I'm like, I want to experience like my own backyard per se, but then of course COVID. Um, but I feel like, yeah, a lot of people do, they're so quick to say, well, let's go across the sea or whatever. And I feel like there's a lot that America has to offer too. So yeah, I'm definitely, I, I want to, that's one goal. And the cool, the cool thing about America. doing the whole America thing also is you realize every state is almost like a country. Yeah. Everyone is so different. Um, and like everything, the, the vibe is different in every state. Like, um, like people in New York are different than people in New Jersey and people in New Jersey are different than people in PA and Maine and like Florida and like everywhere in Georgia and Texas, like everyone's so different, Arizona. It's like, so it kind of gives you a perspective like, huh, it is the United States. Like yeah. everyone is different, but we are all united in yeah. a common goal. Don't let, don't let the media tear you apart. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it really is truly a, Milton, a melting pot you know of people yeah. and everything i've seen that a little bit going to different states i actually moved to i'm in north carolina now but moved from florida about two years ago i was like why is everybody so overly nice in north carolina the sweet like southern hospitality and i'm like all right in florida they're like here's a gator like <laughs> you're the crazy florida man and stuff like that and i'm like people are super nice here like this is awesome like it feels like a whole another country or a different world um, yeah, and what's well, well, funny because if you watch the news, you'd think like every state and everything is going to hell. But yeah. I've traveled around, like I've traveled around every state, and I've talked to people, the locals, and everyone's cool as shit. Like they're like, what are you talking about? All, <laughs> yeah. There's not all this fucking headache and all this strife and all this. It's like mm-hmm. it's it's one percent of the what's going on, and there's ninety ninety percent of beauty. But of course, they want to focus on the, the focus the, on the, yeah. the fear, so they can get eyeballs, so they can get ad revenue. That's their job. Yeah. Um, but the, as the population, we have to realize that's what they're trying to do. 100%. It's not rocket science. Turn that shit off. Yeah, they definitely, I actually, criminal justice was my minor. And we talked a lot about the media and the way that they just, for every 10, 20 stories that were positive and great, it's like, oh, one person got murdered. Let's just talk about this for a week. And you're like, well, shit, don't move to Chicago or wherever. Like, you'll get murdered. And it's like, if you really look at the crime rates and stuff you're like oh like it's not you would think that the whole world was falling apart right now exactly really exactly not. yeah well that well i was in tijuana i was in honduras and i was in central all central america el salvador all this stuff and so they're like don't go there it's so dangerous it's so dangerous i was walking around the streets me yeah. and my girlfriend walking around at night ain't not not shit's going on yeah it's more dangerous in compton than it is in tijuana come on like it's yeah silly it definitely, yeah, it's, I, people say the same thing sometimes too, like even where I'm at in Charlotte, they're like, oh, it's really scary if you go to this place. And I'm like, oh, I didn't, I mean, I didn't have a problem and I'm a <laughs> out proud gay man, like, hey, everybody. <laughs> and yeah, I feel like people blow things out of 
proportion and it's just well i saw in the news yada 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 that happened that's one thing too social media helps to that and so when people like post like i'll never i throw facts out there like hey there's not razor blades and kids candy every year actually yeah more people die from sharks i think like there's not yeah literally people just blow it up on social media too so media and social media gotta go um the something else that i always ask people because i'm really big into mental health uh very much an advocate for that uh because there's a stigma around it so if you don't mind sharing kind of things that you do to help keep your mental health in check because i always like to hear people and what they do because i'm a nerd and i'm like oh that's a really cool thing maybe i should try that so is there anything in particular that you do to keep you um a little bit sane yeah i mean that's like the most important thing you can do really that's Mm -hmm. like i I have kind of a theory like if you don't you have to work harder on yourself than you do in your job oh yeah um because literally your mindset is like the most important um asset you have Mm -hmm. and so i i spend a good deal of um my entire life building my mind to a fortress really um, that's how I'm able to overcome whatever I, gets in my way, really. Um, so, like, kind of t- tactics, they vary quite a bit. Um, I don't have anything super rigid, but um, exercise is very important. Mm-hmm. And it's a more of a mental exercise for me because the physical part, yeah, it's hard, but it's like the mental part is like pushing through that hard part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, exercise is huge. Um, I do some meditation, different types. Sometimes I'll just, sometimes it'll just be one breath, and that's my meditation for the day, literally. Yeah. I don't need to be sitting lotus style for 20 minutes. Yeah. Sometimes I do though. Um, this depends on what I, what I feel like I need. Um, uh, journaling is huge for me. Mm. Um, I use journal uh, once at night and once in the morning. And it could be simple. Like right now I'm just doing one word for the day. Like at night I, I write down what word do I want to embody for tomorrow. And oh, that's, that's my journal awesome. entry. Yeah. So, um, and so that's just what I'm doing right now. But sometimes I'll go into like a mind dump where I'll just have stream of consciousness and, write down all my worries and why is my jaw clenched and why am I feeling anxious and why am I hungry and why am I thirsty and why am I sleepy and Mm -hmm. whatever comes to my mind, I'll just have a brain dump and then I can kind of just move on with whatever that BS was and start my day. Um, So I'll do stuff like that. Um, I'll do uh, incantations to tell, tell myself who I am, Mm -hmm. like whoever I want to be that day. Um, uh, I've done that for years. Um, So I I work at it. I just, uh, I'm focused on really making sure uh, if my mind's right, everything else flows. Flows, yeah. And so I, I, I kind of have a, a theory of like I can't be of any service to anybody else unless I'm full. Yeah. And so I fill myself up, fill myself up with these things that I do for myself first, mm-hmm. and then my cup runneth over. Yeah. And they get other people get to enjoy my light, even if it's indirectly, because I'm not really trying to do anything. I'm just being me, and by me being me and letting my light shine, then people get to enjoy the sunshine too. No, definitely. Yeah, that, I think that's powerful. Cause I usually, I do each year have like a, a word I want to focus on or have words, but then like a power word. That's like, this is it. But a daily one would, would be really nice too. Or even weekly. Cause knowing me, I'd probably run out of words after <laughs> a month and be like, Oh, let me Google or search. Um, but I think I always, it is. I always, I'm sorry, I always feel, I always feel like, like year long things are just too big of a time frame. Yeah. Like they, to, me, <laughs> a day, to, to me, like a day is like a lifetime. Yeah, like every day you wake up, it's like this is my new life today, and mm-hmm. I get to like tackle this day as if it's my only life I live, and that's why if you have one word or one or whatever it is, like if you live your day like this is the only day you have, mm-hmm. you're gonna approach the day totally different. Totally, if yeah. you think, well, I have all year to approach this 
obstacle or this goal or this yeah. whatever, I can start tomorrow. I'll start next week. I'll start next quarter. And then it's yeah. just, it's just like one of those things where humans, like, like you're saying about saving, it's like, I'm just going to get the credit card yeah. maxed out because I'll deal with this later exactly. and later and later. And then the sooner or later, like, oh shit, I'm 80 shit. and I have yeah. no money in the bank. <laughs> yeah. I'm negative. <laughs> the IRS is knocking on my door. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally, so it's like, yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. It's, it's really bad. <laughs> I'll start Monday on this diet or I'll, I'll start working out next week. And so, yeah, it, as corny as it sounds like live, like you're dying, like you would approach the days differently. So I totally, yeah. Totally agree. Totally get that. Um, any recommendations? So this could be any movies, music, uh, TV shows, podcasts, books, anything that you are into right now or have been in the past that you're like, oh, this is a really cool thing. Let me um, tell the world or tell people about this. Or do you just show um, stuff out? Because there's there's been one person that's like, I don't watch TV. I don't listen. And I'm like, oh, okay. What do you do then? Yeah. Well, I don't watch TV. I don't have any really social media. I don't, um, I haven't watched TV. I don't have a TV in like five years or something. So I don't, I really don't have a lot of inputs, but I do love music. Um, I do love a, like a really good movie. Um, for some reason, when you said movies, one movie popped in my mind is Shawshank Redemption. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, for some reason that movie kind of like encapsulates the idea of you can always kind of start over mm-hmm. and you can always, um, carry on someone else's legacy um like if 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 they can't be here you can uh you can embody whatever they had um i've used death as like a as a a springboard when it comes to you know people i've known that have died um Mm. you know prematurely and i always thought to myself well now i get an opportunity to live on their behalf Mm. and whatever energy they would have gave to the world now i'm going to do that times two or times three or times four, how many people I need to embody and whatever unique thing they had. And for some reason that movie kind of encapsulates that idea. Um, I don't know specifically how it does, but that's kind of what I got out of it. Like you can hear a song and I'll hear a song and you'll take a totally different meaning from it. And I will, but it doesn't really matter because that's what, that's what the artist's intention is, is to let the the audience create their own picture of whatever it it is. So um Yeah, so I don't know, for some reason that movie came to mind. So that's really it. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But I really like what you said about, you know, if somebody passes and you you get to live on for them and everything, because that that's happened to me. I lost my mom when I was 16 and my sister actually just passed the week of uh, Thanksgiving. So that's really, that really resonated with me. And I'm like, oh, that's, you know, a good way to look at it. Because, you know, the stages of grief and everything have passed those. But now I'm like how do I handle this? So that's a, that's a beautiful way to look at it too. Like I get to live and carry them on. Yeah. Oh yeah. I appreciate that. Um, I guess you, you said you didn't have really social medias. Um, I usually give a people opportunity to plug their social medias or tell people where to find them or any projects that you're working on. Um, but if you don't have social media, then. (laughs) Well, I have, I have LinkedIn. um, Okay. Then LinkedIn works. Yeah, so I've LinkedIn, and um, so you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, I think we have a Instagram account, but I'm never. I, I just it. send whatever posts that I have on LinkedIn, and my only posts on LinkedIn are just quotes and ideas. Yeah. Um, and and it really, there's things I already think about, so I'm just like, I might as well share this with other people because maybe they'll make them think about stuff. Um, um, and it's it's uh, so what what we're doing now is we're really creating, we're teaching people how to live this first level, which is financial freedom. Yeah. And so we have a course where we teach people 
our exact business model, what we do for a living and um, give people opportunity to learn it and emulate mm-hmm. it and copy it and then do it. So um, they can find out all about that at creatorslearn.com. Um, because, you know, we kind of called it creators learn at the end of the day, because I only see two people in the world. It's just creators and victims. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a place for you know, people that want to create their future um, to go and, and learn things. Definitely. Yeah. I'll definitely include the link in this episode description so people can easily access it um, and click on the link. Um, but yeah, that sounds awesome. And hopefully people take advantage because um, I've really enjoyed the conversation and everything. I do thank you for taking time um, and chatting. Um, it's been very enlightening and I really enjoyed it. So thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Appreciate of course. It. You have a good day now. Thanks, David. All right. Bye. Now that we have a new perspective on being a minimalist and everything, let me flip through my book to find a good quote for this week. Oh, let me find a good one. When you take your time, you save time. Ooh, that's a good, that's very true. So I I, I noticed like, you know, it's kind of uh, that quality versus quantity Um thing you you know if you take your time and do it like you're saving yourself time from if you just rush through it and you make a whole bunch of mistakes and fuck it up um you're gonna have to go back and redo it and so therefore it's spending a lot more time than you would want to um that's not good not cute so don't do that let me read another one because i was really short too um express yourself freely snaps to that yes you should always be yourself 100 um and express it because you only get one life so express the hell out of it. (laughs) And while you do that, before you do that, or whenever you want to do that, let's enjoy this week. This week's, I'm still struggling, everyone. This week's Meditation Minute. Black History Month. It's your girl Christina, aka C and Sloan, with another little known black history fact. So check this out, y'all. Did you know one in four cowboys was black despite the story told in popular books and movies? So check this out. Y'all know the Lone Ranger. 
Do you know that it's believed that the real Lone Ranger was inspired by a black man named Bass Reeves? Reeves was born a slave, but he escaped to the West during the Civil War, and he lived in Indian Territory. He became a deputy U.S. Marshal, was, you know, an expert marksman, quote, had a Native American companion, and he rode a silver horse. So his story though, it's not, he's not the only one. So in the 19th century, the Wild West drew lots of enslaved black people with the hope of finding freedom, finding work, getting some money. And when the Civil War ended, other free men came West with the hopes of, you know, a more prosperous life where the demands for that labor was high because, hey, they were used to doing labor. They were like, hey, let's just get paid for it now. So these black people made up at least a quarter of the the well-known cowboys of the West. And so we think of cowboys as just these white men. But guess what? It was also black men, too. They, you know, they they braved the weather. They braved the storm and the how and the what am I trying to say? The animals and the rattlesnakes and the other outlaws and did all this stuff and drove cattle. They were driving cattle and doing all the things that other cowboys did. Now, check this out. This was pretty interesting to me. So most of the time, because, you know, they were recently freed. So the black men were usually the ones that did a lot of the labor and a lot of the work. And they were usually responsible. They were always like the first ones to cross the stream during cattle drives. They were kind of like the first ones pushed out there to do it. And the it is believed that the term cowboy originated as a derogatory term used to describe black cow hands since they drove cattle and everything. Isn't that interesting? So who would have thunk it? So when you think of cowboys and you think of the Lone Ranger and you watch your and you watch your westerns, we all love a good western. My set that loves westerns. Just remember, one in four cowboys was black, despite what we were made to believe. One in four. Isn't that interesting? That's it for this week's little known black history fact. Yay, you made it to the end of the episode, for this week at least. Um, Be sure to come back next week. Uh, If you want a little sneak peek at what Sunshine is to come, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Clubhouse if you want to as well, at Sir Stephen Rice. I posted um, up until I think March, or maybe a little bit into March, on the following episodes that are coming out, so be sure to check that out. Big thank you to Jermaine for chatting with me, even though the time difference and everything um, was so different, and it was just awesome, really good um, conversation and everything, so thank you. Thank you also to Sloan Sloane Sloan again for coming on and uh, talking a little bit about Black History Month and a little known fact. Who knew the Cowboys, you know, like... Hmm. Media and TV. Hmm. Such bullshit. 
any who like i said follow me and then also go check out my blog post updates um podcast merch coming soon i keep teasing it um again that's why you should be following me on social media because i post pictures and stuff like that in my stories so check those out um because then they're gone so if you're interested in anything um go check it out for sure um at sarah steve and rice but everything will be linked down below because you know links are the best assists so anywho stay safe everybody wash your hands wear masks stay home the whole nine ten whatever yards i don't know football <laughs> i think it's whole nine yards right or is it dressed to the nines and it's 10 yards um i don't know some sport person let me know is it nine? i'm i'm pretty sure it's nine yards right i don't i don't even know I don't know what your, I don't know. Anywho, so <laughs> thank you again for stopping by. I wish you well. Stay safe. And until next time, have a fantastic day.